The Lamudi webinar series is a series of online discussions with industry experts who share their insights and tips on how to retain your business despite the current challenges. Hello and welcome again to another episode of our ongoing series, Surviving Broker Business in the Time of COVID-19. We took a short break during Holy Week and we hope that you've had a good Holy Week um, even during this uh, ECQ period. Of course, if you have any questions that you'd like to ask our panel, please ask them on the comment section and we'll try to get their answers to you as soon as possible. We'll also be asking these questions on the next episode of Surviving Broker Business in the Time of COVID-19. And today, I have with me Karen Chianco, President and Owner of Expert Marketing Corp. And we also have Mr. Carl Constantine Reyes, President and CEO of KPM Real Estate. Thank you, both of you, for, uh, for giving us the time uh, today. Karen, I understand it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, thank you for taking a bit of time <laughs> um, to, you know, uh, to, 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 to have this uh, discussion with us. Um, so, now as always, the structure of this online roundtable will be the following. There's going to be a lot of focus on broker business and followed by tips uh, for property seekers and investors. And finally, we will take on questions from our viewers. And with that, let's start with our first question, Karen. Um, uh, Karen, Carl, with the news of the extension of ECQ, what are your plans for your broker business in terms of one, lead generation, two, viewing, and three, closing. So it's quite a lot. And I think um, maybe we can start with you, Karen. Okay. Um, fortunately, our company, Expert Realty, has always been into digital marketing. Mm -hmm. We've been posting our listings in Lamudi for the past maybe three, four years or so. Very, very much. Uh, since we started, we've been there. So that has helped us in lead generation in doing digital trippings because of the photos that are already there in the ad. Mm -hmm. And during this time of COVID, of course, the only thing you really can't do is physical tripping. That's not allowed, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I've tried an attempt of viewing outside the house, but <laughs> of course, after a while, the owner felt, uh, we, we can't let you in. Everyone's like <laughs> um, not comfortable making people go inside. So. I didn't set up any more trippings after that because there's really a lot of risk. The other factor is government is closed, mm -hmm. so you can't really process titles. So I think this time we should put effort in doing a lot of um, lead generation. And that's mm -hmm. by continually listing and putting posts out there on your property. And there are still inquiries, even if it's COVID time. Actually, I feel they have more time to browse the buyers. Mm -hmm. And they have more time to think about it. And maybe for people who are having a hard time, they are more motivated to sell. Mm. Or they might want a better home because since we need to stay at home, might as well have the best house you can, you can <laughs> have, right? So there's actually time to do real estate. It's just that you can't physically close. Mm -hmm. um, we're not allowed to make move-ins or do government transactions. But now is the best time to do lead generation. And... Um, since we have a lot of time now, we can reopen our old networks, our batchmates from high school, college, our workmates in the past, um, do a lot of checking because that really sparks the relationship again, right? It may not mm -hmm. be real estate for now, but it can be real estate in the future. And so um, the past month, I was thinking, 
since there's you don't really much expect much income from real estate today, mm-hmm. even our construction had to stop. I'm mm-hmm. doing food business on the side. <laughs> and that has helped me to make more connections with more people all over the city mm-hmm. because we're distributing food, right? So mm-hmm. and all those are potential future clients, you know, in real estate. They could be sellers or they could be buyers. So um, I'm just thinking of this occasion positively that it's just like a regeneration time, a reset button, and soon enough we will survive this. All right. That's a good idea, you know, setting up a different business to potentially lead them to, to real estate. And what about uh, you, Carl? Uh, what, is your, uh, what are your plans or what have you been doing um, in terms of generation viewing and closing? Yeah, well, I, I agree with Karen. Uh, um, there's definitely a big slowdown, especially because we couldn't do viewings. Um, however, yeah, we're, we're really keeping our business going, um, working from home, all of my staff, mm-hmm. especially agents, everybody's working from home. We're doing a lot of lead generation as well. Um, as well as we are very um, vigilant right now in um, communicating with our clients, mm-hmm. um, the relationship um, going with our co-brokers, um, especially in this time of uncertainty, you know, um, what else can you do? But um, of course, with, um, in this time of crisis, um, there's also opportunity that can be um, taken advantage of and mm-hmm. we're maximize that opportunity. Um, speaking on a uh, real estate broker uh, uh, point of view, um, we're trying to find good deals that are starting to come up and presenting those to our clients. If we can't afford them ourselves, we'll try to get a group of clients to invest. I'll give you an example. Um, like right now in the US, there's been a lot of, uh, what you call this, unemployment. No, not mm-hmm. like Philippines. You, you can't just fire somebody, right? But in other countries, uh, there's a lot of unemployment and it's staggering you know, in the US, um, in Australia. So we have some... I would say previous buyers who bought some of our properties before pre-selling mm-hmm. or have decided to resell them again because they don't have already the funds mm-hmm. to the amortization or um, they, they'd rather use the funds for more essential needs. No? So mm-hmm. they've been contacting us to resell it na lang. Um, basta balik na lang yung investment nila. We have some of those already. Um, we're watching for several markets very keenly in certain areas that have been uh, what you call this um, a little bit overpriced because of the recent surge of the Chinese market. Mm-hmm. So some of them have decided, oh, sige, we'll just let this go. Nala will not, will not try to, will not be too ambitious on making a lot of money on selling this property. And deciding to sell it na lang, um, at market or even below market value. So we're always, I've, I've trained my, my staff, my agents to really look around and, you know, talk to people. And, you know, we have a, lot, we have a huge database of people that we can talk to. Because basically that, a lot of lead generation, a lot of communication with clients. And, um, you know, funny, Karen mentioned she's 
getting into the food delivery. Mm-hmm. We were thinking of doing that also, you know. Um, wala rin ako masyadong magagawa. I know how to cook. I'm thinking of doing that also. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's what we're doing and that's all we could do at the moment. Um, everything's home-based and we're trying to work with technology as much as we can um, with the limited resources we have. But um, it's a good thing. Most of my staff have Wi-Fi and mm-hmm. I made sure Wi-Fi at home and in their home that they had Wi-Fi. So we communicate regularly and, you know, um, basically posting still. We're still alive on Viber, Viber groups and mostly just the internet. All right. Um, so with that, right? So we've been in ECQ for over a little uh, for a little over a month now, and I think a lot of brokers and broker companies have, you know, tried to or are are being creative with the solutions that they have um, in terms of you know surviving this uh, this quarantine period. Um, have you seen any? Uh, have you seen any best practices, or perhaps you have found practices that you're doing right now that's actually working and helping in your business? Um, I think, uh, Carl, would you like to start with this one? I'm sorry. Um, what was the question again? The the question was: um, Have you seen, or are you doing any best practices that you feel are working um, during this quarantine period? Well, yeah. You know, as a as a a while ago what we're really doing now is um well um even though the business was going pretty well um Mm -hmm. before the quarantine period we had certain practices that we're already doing Mm -hmm. other but other than viewing other than physically meeting our clients um we're engaging with a lot of them online and whatever we're not letting this uh crisis you know um try to slow us down mm-hmm. we are really raking everything up we're we're, we're um increasing um, our market exposure our um communication if we if we're talking to 10 people a day uh the last time now we're talking to 20 wow. you know we're trying to maximize our time um at home you know mm-hmm. other than i tell them i tell my staff you should focus on being healthy and not making your mind idle. Um, at the same time, there's still a lot of things you can do at home, work-related. Um, so there's a lot of things that's going on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and been very progressive with uh, with our efforts for the company. Because of course, but since the since the lockdown, since the quarantine, mm-hmm. there's no revenue that's been coming in uh, it's really basically just um, preparing for the opening so we mm. believe very strongly that because of the efforts we're doing right now in this situation when the market starts to open slowly it's not really going to open immediately suddenly everybody's going to go to work and mm-hmm. everything's going to be but when it starts to open especially if we can start viewings already i mean we already have a lot of viewing schedules on hold and Hmm. um them are um ready to view as soon as possible so we've been um very active in creating that schedule so basically that's that's a majority of the activity of the company at the moment 
All right, uh, and Karen, um, I'll I'll repeat the question. The question is, um, what have what have been your best practices, or have you seen any best best practices from your networks, maybe um, as how they as to how they deal with the crisis or with this quarantine period? Yes. Now, um, in this period, you really realize the importance of doing digital viewing, and that's like uh, you um, a video tour of the property, not just photos but going through the floor plan so i think one of the things we should spend time when we're listing is really doing a good video of the property so that offline uh i mean buyers who are not physically there the ofws will get a chance to really feel the property so um i do that a lot in my listings but of course not consistently and now you realize <laughs> it should be something that should be there all the time the, <laughs> But yes, um, this is really you know something that a lot of people have been realizing. Okay, we need to jump into digital, or if they they have been halfway through it, you know, a lot are realizing. Oh, that's we should do this more more fully, and this should be something that's that's more aggressive. But I'm happy to know that for for Carl, you know, you've doubled the conversations that you've been having every day um, with your clients. And Karen, you you, you continue to work um, with your network and you've noticed that, you know, there might be a sudden increase of um, interest in, in your listings. Particularly, what do you see are the listings that have been become more interesting during this ECQ? Like, have you noticed, okay, in my listings right now, I have this certain property that a lot of people are taking notice versus other properties. And maybe we could uh, start with, with Karen. Can you let us know if there's a certain listing or if there's a certain type of listing that people are interested in right now? Something interesting to share is mm -hmm. we are getting requirements for listings near hospitals. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's one, okay. like a um, search for townhouse near Cardinal Santos, hospital or Makati Med. And I don't know why. Is it because more people got sick or or they're more aware of their health and they want to live near the hospital? Um, the other thing that um, struck me was some of the listings that were like leisure listings, such mm -hmm. as beach houses, are getting more attention now. And maybe that's what I was saying that more people have time to browse and maybe they spot something that they are not really lo looking for but then suddenly there's something interesting in in their dreams, right? They're like maybe envisioning a beach house and now they're looking for beach listings, beach houses, something like that. So otherwise, it's pretty much the norm. Um, good value lots, their future home, it's the same type of things. But those two things I just found <laughs> <laughs> I guess because of it's it's either um, people find a need to be closer to the hospital or people find a need to actually invest in what they really want right now. Um, Carl, how about you? Have you noticed anything interesting uh, in terms of your listings? Yeah, I just turned on the light. <laughs> <laughs> I well, interestingly, um, uh, what Karen mentioned about the beach listing, we had an inquiry on a, on a beach house. I found it unusual. We don't <laughs> normally inquiries on beach houses, but I just got it um, the other day, a, a beach house in Batangas. And I don't know, I haven't really interviewed the person. We just talked, I didn't interview yet why. But maybe I believe um, 
it's a separation to society or maybe they wanted mm-hmm. to you know because uh we, we're at a point in time right now in our history that we can actually segregate from from the city yeah we have a wi-fi that connects us already we have deliveries um farm to market or from the i know we can deliver stuff to the house so i People are starting to move out. I don't know. Maybe that's just a hunch. Um, also, um, a lot, in terms of inquiries, um, basically the the lower end uh, properties we got several more than than the higher end ones like Forbes Park or or Serendra. We have a lot of those, but now basically we stand still. But We've got increase on townhouses, but in Quezon City, uh, in Parnaque, ranging from six million to ten million. We still got. I mean, people still need, need to live uh, somewhere. You know, housing is still a uh, housing is still a very important factor. Um, I think the increase and and uh, the attractiveness of uh, an investment or a uh, a secondary home that's the one that kind of slowed down but more on the necessity listings we we got some of them so that's still alive all right that's good to hear um and now from moving uh, from broker business that we can move to um questions uh, for property seekers or investors um for 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 one thing of course you know with it's been a month already um and and there, there has been a lot of uh, clients calling up brokers and talking, or you know, there's been a lot of online conversations that are being had between their brokers and clients. Um, I'm sure you two have also had the same situation where clients will come up to you with their own questions. So, what are their usual concerns or interests or requests of um, property seekers uh, for you guys today? What's their main top of mind? thought now during this quarantine period. Um, Karen, can we start with you? Yes, for the investor type clients, of course, they're like asking for good deals from motivated sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, usually in times of crisis, the motivated sellers will be there. And the ones that have liquidity would want to invest at that time because they feel it's a good time to get prices at a low price. For the end users, for first-time buyers, it's the financing schemes. They're asking, mm-hmm. would there be more lenient you know, financing schemes to make the houses and the properties more affordable for them? Maybe not in terms of having to, uh, a price decrease, but longer payment terms or cheaper interest. Mm-hmm. So those are the things they're looking forward to. It might delay decisions for a while, but... Uh, but um, those are the things that are probably making them wonder. Mm. Uh, for you, Carl? Um, well, <laughs> how long is the coronavirus going to last? I'm going to go <laughs> I watch YouTube. I'm as clueless as you are. Um, they asked me, um, well, actually, it's more like uh, some of our existing clients asking about whether... Because we sold some pre uh, pre selling developments, mm-hmm. so they're asking if the developers would give like a grace period, grace month in the amortization payments. Mm-hmm. 
uh, uh, residential rentals, also grace period, commercial rentals, also grace Mostly ganon kung the landlords and the developers can give grace periods on on payments. Um, most mostly those that I'm sure they're very in tune with uh, whatever's happening. I mean, YouTube's there. They all I'm sure they watch what's happening. But in terms of um, what service we can provide, they ask us mostly on the um, on the rentals and the amortizations. And if I may, if I may add, um, for for both of you, uh, have you noticed if you know if uh, some developers or um, or landowners are more willing nowadays to also be more lenient with um, with payment schemes? Because uh, I know, like this is this has always been the the number one question of a lot of um, property renters, right? Or even property seekers that they desire, you know, a little bit more leniency. Um, towards payment options. So, is this something that you also see with your with your network of um, sellers or with your network of landlords? Are they more willing to be more open to this type of uh, to, to this type of um, situation? Um, we can start with Karen. It may, it, it may be a big need mm -hmm. because everything is all about matching, right? If there mm -hmm. is really less um, money in the economy, at least in the beginning. Um, because of the global deflation, um, you may have to adjust in order to sell. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I also fear for the hospitality industry. Okay. Um, the hotels, Airbnb, etc. There may be less demand. Yeah. Um, because people will avoid travel, unnecessary travel, and it could affect the inventory that, that's existing today. Um, or, for example, I was about to, I was negotiating for a property sale on land that would be for a hotel. Mm -hmm. But, after, of course, everything is a halt now. And I'm like thinking, will it still push through? Will, this, mm -hmm. will they still build the hotel? So, it's a, like a question mark now. And you have to understand if their plans change mm -hmm. or you get the Yeah. Uh, Carl, what about you in your network of... Um, Sellers, have you noticed that they're a little more open to leniency? Yeah, um, well, we, we tried it out also because, um, of course, in our office, mm. uh, we also were also paying amortization for some units. So I, I tried it out first, um, asking some uh, leniency in terms of the, because there's no business coming in. Um, and it's all going to trickle all the way back to the banks, man. But um, I did ask for some. I think I think what um, if you're a if you're a investor or if you're paying a monthly amortization on something, or I think it's your responsibility to um, ask your developer landlord for that. But they're not, you know. So it's a so it's a case to case basis. You'd say. Okay. I don't think they're gonna like openly give out the letter mm. to everybody. Hey, we're gonna give a grace period to everybody. I think they con they would consider or they would as assess the situation per request. You know, yeah. I I made the request. Um, uh, so far, I was granted. I pushed the request as far as I can, and they said, ha, "Actually, hanggang ganito lang. We can only give mm. you." Uh, I know, kasi one month pa lang naman eh. 
I said, uh, can we do until at the end of the quarantine? Siyempre, I want to push. It's a bit of push and pull. But mm-hmm. I think responsibility to ask. And then hopefully you get a positive answer from the landlord or the developer. Because everybody needs to save money at this point, right? Um, mm-hmm. <coughs> sorry. Um, yeah, but I think at this point, um, our economy our economy is actually going to get hit really bad if this continues a bit long term, mm-hmm. you know? So we need to say this, whoever's watching, you know, please really stay at home and um, practice social distancing and all that. Because the longer um, the numbers keep coming up, the longer we can reach normalcy in our business. And that's just how it's going to be. So, um, but at this point, everybody needs to help as much as they can. Um, owners, um, landlords, even even brokers, we're trying to help out as much as we can. So, um, not one business entity or person can can stand alone. Everybody's so interconnected. Mm-hmm. So everybody really has to chip in and you know give a part and uh, sacrifice a little bit for 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 this economy to be stable. That's All how right. it is. Done. Right. And from that, I think we can move to our questions from from viewers. Um, well, I've already I've already asked uh, that question. You know, are they going to be uh, this is going to be during, but a lot of our viewers seem to speculate that after the quarantine period, there might be some changes in, you know, discounts and payment terms after the after the lockdown. Do you think that this is going to be a possibility, um, Karen? I hope it is a possibility <laughs> because just like girl, uh, I will have amortizations to pay for our investments uh, this year and. As I mentioned, in the hospitality, it was a rosy picture before, but maybe not so much now. Mm-hmm. In the in the build and sell, uh, again, you may we may have had optimistic price projections, but maybe it's not going to be as rosy or as quick to close. So, um, any help from the banking sector will will help prop up, you know, the the people caught off guard. All right, um, Carl. I think you also you also answered that question. But if you can add any to that um, for after yeah. naman, yeah, the economy really, as I mentioned, really interconnected, and a lot yes. of stability would also come from the banks because it mm-hmm. really comes up to them. Um, they're usually sometimes the endpoint, and I don't think they're at a position or they would want to be in a position wherein they hold a lot of foreclosed assets. You know, they, I don't, they don't want to foreclose a property to begin with, let alone so much proper, uh, foreclosed assets. Right? So, of course, they're going to, I, I'm really optimistic that they're going to extend leniency, financial leniency, uh, grace period. I really hope. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're um, patterning from other countries. I don't know. I talked to some banks already. Mm-hmm. And I and if they're going to lower interest rates to to spur up lending, because um, of course people um, the lending the loan activity will be you know uh, it's not it's not really going to be a primary 
uh, motive for a lot of the businessmen right now. So they're, I'm asking if they're trying to lower interest rates, like what they're trying to do to states. The states over and above an interest rate. You can borrow money very easily. Um, so they're, I, um, they answered they're considering, but they cannot give me a final update on that. But definitely they're looking into, um, especially if this thing goes a little bit um, further no. than the, uh, the period, they might ease up on the uh, monthly payments. They might, they're thinking about it. The next, the next question would be probably mo mostly, is there any advice that you can give for um, independent brokers and agents who might not have a fixed income? I think it's a, it's a common thing that, it's a common situation in our local real estate industry to have a lot of freelance brokers and a lot of um, freelance agents um, who, you know, who, not, who rely on, on sales right now. Um, what advice could you give uh, to to these members of the real estate industry as to how they can they can survive um, this this uh, quarantine period or at least hold on a little longer um, during this quarantine period. Um, Karen, um, just as I shared, uh, when the QCE was announced in other markets in other countries and also in the Philippines, I had to think through and said. I told myself, I, I am in the sales business, so what's sellable right now? And that's why I try, I'm trying to be in the food mm -hmm. um, business. I, I have a corporation which mm -hmm. has marketing consultancy alongside uh, property. So it was time to reactivate that portion of, you know, of our thrust as a company. And I did encounter a lot of business businesses who are facing tough times because of what happened? Um, they have loads of inventory during the during the pandemic, during this quarantine that didn't get delivered, and so there's actually like a problem of just distributing and selling that out. So that's what I'm doing now. And as I mentioned, you, I think the brokers and the agents just need to practice their sales skills, mm -hmm. develop relationship with with people, and soon enough, your next product will be realistic. I hope. <laughs> All right, um, Carl. How about you? Um, any advice that you can give for um, for freelancers? You know, um, this this situation we're facing it's unprecedented. Yes, it's something we've never experienced. Our lives, um, even our parents' lives or our grandparents' lives, very 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 unique experience. And imagine uh, this happened during the Spanish. Influenza, Spanish flu, no, 1900s, this happened. People that time didn't have internet or Wi-Fi or anything. You know, they're, they're basically at home, bored out of their wits. But, you know, um, there was a lot of inventions actually that happened during that time because people, some enterprising people were really active on thinking of how to solve, how to, what problems. Because when you're idle when you're alone when you're isolated you get to think a lot you mm -hmm. get to have a lot of time for yourself and the the beauty about i would say um the predicament we're in right now um where we have the opportunity to learn um a lot of things especially you know especially if you have wi-fi you're opening up to a universe of of, of lessons imagine you're going to work every day 
doing your job, and then you're stuck in traffic, you're wasting time in the car, but you're basically now you're at home the whole time. You know, my, my day, um, I don't want to call this like, I'm, I'm actually having a good time. You know, <laughs> that's my situation now. I'm at home, I spend a lot of time doing the things I like at home. You know, I read a lot of books. There are books I haven't read, I haven't finished reading, I learned, there's a Rubik's Cube I had for two years, I, I, look, I went to YouTube, I studied it, I can finish it in five minutes. Wow. I'm learning to play the guitar, I don't know how to play it. My, my brother has a guitar, I borrowed it. I don't know what I'm starting to. So what I'm trying to say is you use the internet to learn. So I agree with Karen. Like um, I'm telling my agents, even me myself, watch videos on how to improve your skills as a salesperson, building rapport or uh, how to be a better sales agent or um, learning about what's happening around the world at the moment. Because I told them your sales consultants we're consultants we're not just uh, sellers you know we're consultants mm. so when when you talk to a client you, you just don't you, you just don't know ex, uh, the product you're selling but you also know the industry where the industry is going what's happening in the market blah 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 there's a lot of things so that builds credibility yeah. to you and that's a lot of things you don't you're not able to do when you were in the office, because hey, you, you were waste, you were not wasting time. You were there's a lot of time spent on other things. But now, um, I'm I'm actually um, learning so much uh, about a lot of things I want to learn. So maybe make this opportunity wherein, when everything starts to go back to normal and you're you're back at work, you will be ten times, twenty times better than before it started. That's how you should look at it. Right. So I guess um, to, to, you know, so you were to summarize um, or to, to make it easier for, to summarize the, the conversation that we just had, you know, I think for Karen, it's about diversifying with you, your, your, your business right now. And for Carl, it's all about diversifying, um, diversifying your knowledge. Uh, yeah. Do you agree? Oh, is your Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For my painting. <laughs> now I have time to paint, do puzzles. Um, do my, I actually work from home ever since I started on real estate in 2009. I've been doing my business from my home. So I'm actually used to staying home. And I don't drive, so I usually have um, trippings carefully scheduled because it takes more resources for someone who does not drive. You have to car driver, get a car, do your business. <laughs> That allows me to pre-qualify leads very, very well so that the trippings are efficient. So luckily for me, I've been prepared on that, on that side. Um, and I advise the others to do, it, to do the same thing as well. I guess, I guess that is... to pre-qualify. <laughs> I guess that's, that's you know, the, the new normal is going to be more planning and more, you know, learning and more... Um, taking a lot more time understanding clients and their needs and how we're, how you can merge um, the two in terms of what your objectives are as well. So my last question would be, um, what are your priorities now? Your, maybe you can give me your top three. Um, after 
you know, in preparing for after ECQ, are you going to go back to normal or are you going to experience a new uh, normal? Um, I think we can perhaps go with Carl since you've already been in digital. Um, I think uh, when everything starts, when the dust starts to settle, um, and the tsunami, the tsunami is like the, the tsunami. And when the waves clear out, we'll have to assess the debris mm -hmm. and see where we're at. How do we move forward? What's the new normal? There's going to be a lot of new things that we'll have to adapt to. Um, restaurants will change. We, you know, uh, the way we conduct viewings definitely will change. Tested mm -hmm. um, in a lot of protective gear. I bought. Well, I ordered some protective gear already for the office. You know, gloves, face masks, and goggles. We ordered that already. So um, there's we're we're constantly on uh, Zoom. We do a lot of meetings and brainstorming. How do we move forward? What's the market going to look like? Um, how do we address certain situations? Um, but you know, we can uh, project as much as we can, mm -hmm. as much as we do. But until the point that it's actually happening, that's when we'll really find out. But it's a good thing to siguro prepare as early as now, not letting, not wasting any day. We're, we're really not wasting any day. Um, so, you know, basically they still earn, I, I still give them their salary. So I say, you know, um, you're still an employee and we still have to, um, with our limited resources, limited uh, activity, we have to maximize, um, we have to maximize how we're going to um, progress the business forward in, in this quarantine period. So, um, yeah, there's, we're, we're, we're nervous, we're excited, mm -hmm. we're, because it's, it's a new experience, you know. Something if you if you live by fear, then that's the time when things start to go down. So we're really looking at things optimistically. We're be, we're really looking forward to a, a better industry. You never know. But after this, things you know the sales will start to 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 rake up. There's going to be a boom in the real estate industry. We don't know. So we're looking forward to that. And there's still a lot of opportunities there's still so much opportunities out there we just have to shift you know i think a lot of the brokers even myself we've been so focused on uh providing property for the chinese because that was where the it was so hot mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. the right word i know was not it's not anymore and it's gonna change it won't it won't be anymore. so we are so focused on that and we can't separate. I didn't have a major, I didn't have a staff go, we're a few. So we, we focused on that because that's where the market was heading. But now we're diverting already to other things, you know, uh, uh, farmland and beach houses and something else. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of changes in the market, in ourselves, in the office, and we're, we're trying to move slowly. Uh, so when it actually happens, Hindi ka nagugulat. You know, we're not shocked. Mm -hmm. It's a new world where we are. <laughs> All right. And uh, Karen, 
for you, what are your priorities now in preparation for after the ECQ? Our priorities will be to how to merge our current uh, success in our food trading business <laughs> with the real estate. But at least I really discovered a lot of my teammates are entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and we're actually doing very good in, in our newfound business. <laughs> and I, I, we've helped clients as well um, with that. And um, in real estate, I know, I know that this will be a compliment. It's like daily income and real estate. Close business is like the bonus income or big mm -hmm. income. And I do have a message for developers. I see a new category of real estate, which is the home offices. Mm -hmm. Building, um, because you notice the BPOs, they were looking for hotels near their offices. Yes. House or employee. And maybe, who knows, maybe the new kind of office, since they're working 24 by 7 anyway, is like a home office setup <laughs> already, for all we know. Um, I think homes should also be very um, wired to the internet <laughs> already. It's a must. Um, because this is the new normal. I think there'll be less visits outside. As long as there's no vaccine out there, I'll be scared to go out <laughs> and, and be in social situations. Although that's what I miss the most. As mm -hmm. I mentioned before, I was always in digital. I always work from home. So it's not that different from what I already did in the past. What I just miss is like hugging my friends and partying with them, <laughs> um, going on my morning walks and doing my Zumba. <laughs> that's what I <laughs> Yeah, so... So I guess, you know, a lot of focus in, in digital and seeing where the opportunities are when everything is settled so that when it's there, when you find it, you know, you guys can just go full, uh, full blast. Full swing again. Yes. Uh, when government reopens, I have titles to pick up. When there are tripping scheduled already with buyers that have been pre-qualified during this quarantine. So those are the things we need to attend right away. All right. And I guess with that, we end this episode of our webinar series. Thank you again to our guests, Karen, Carl. I'm sure our, um, our audience will appreciate it. And of course, for those who are watching live, if you have any questions, feel free to ask on the comments and we will do our best to get back to you as soon as possible. So stay tuned. Be safe, everyone, and be well. We will see you in the next episode. For more updates on future episodes of the Lamudi webinar series, follow our Facebook page at Lamudi Philippines.